Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Going to Hell Show. Uh, I'm your host, Luke Cartman. Uh, you can go and check out this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and many more platforms. And you can also go follow me on social media at Luke Cartman on uh, Instagram and Facebook. That's where I'll be posting updates when new episodes are out and all stuff related to the show. Um, episode 10. I'm really excited about this one. i got some fun stuff coming up in this episode. But I want to start by uh, thanking everyone who's been listening uh, to these past, well, nine episodes, now ten. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank everyone for the support. I've been having a lot of fun doing this, and I know people are enjoying this podcast. So, yeah, thanks to, for the support, everyone. I really appreciate it. Um. I've had some uh, good news uh, recently. I spoke to a roast battle London uh, on Instagram, just like trying to get some information about how the show works. It's not a TV show, this one. It's uh, basically like tournament style in a club. In a, I think it's called Islington, the place in London in the Bill Murray pub. And uh, they've actually got a tournament going on right now. And it's all for like a ranking system. But uh, I DM'd them on Instagram just asking like, how do I basically get on the show? Because I love roasting. You know, I'm an evil fuck. So something like that is perfect. And plus, like I was talking about last episode about being well-rounded as a comedian. Like how I was just doing personal stuff. Now I'm doing topical stuff as well. And... Roasting is another example of that being well-rounded. So I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do something like that tournament. So I was speaking to them, and what they said is I can uh, challenge a comedian friend to a roast and then email them back and let them know, and then they can arrange a date. And uh, they've also got tournaments, like basically like seasons, uh, like tournament-style roasting that I can get into as well. I just basically just need to get up to London to the to roast battle London and um, and take it from there. Really get all the other information, but I'm just I'm really grateful to have this uh, opportunity you now. It's it's fucking crazy. Like when they were saying like yeah I can do it and blah blah blah, and it was like geez like it was it was mind blowing because like I don't know I I speak about it a lot on this podcast, but like the fact that. I even do this shit now. It still blows my mind to this day. Like the fact that I'm doing stand-up and even have my own podcast and stuff. and Just that like, I don't know, it's quite weird when you see like something that you're really interested in and passionate about like unfold in front of your eyes. Like it's like performing in London was something that I dreamed about even before I went on stage for the first time. Like, when I would just, like, dream about being a comedian and all the different goals that I had. Like, I even had goals before I even went up for the first time. Like, and performing in London was one of those things that I thought about all the time. I put on paper and now it's uh, it's actually here. And I'm planning to go out there in April. I'm going to book a week off work. Get a hotel up in London and just travel back and forth. And I want to go to a London comedy store up there. 
I spend time there, obviously go to the roast battle, just go and explore different clubs up London, because I've never really actually been to London, like I've been to like the airport and stuff, but that's not London, you know, so I'm really looking forward to that, it's fucking mad, like, I don't know, this shit's a dream come true, the, like I remember even, uh, when I had like the date to go on stage for the first time, I was like, it just blew my fucking mind. And now even though I'm still doing like open mics and shit, you know, but I take every set seriously. You know, like I don't just think, oh yeah, it's just an open mic and just whatever. Like, like I'm, I try every time to go up there and just put my balls on the line and just, I don't know, let people like kind of, you give people a piece of you up there and I was listening to uh, Patrice O'Neill the other day and he was talking about like the thing with stand-up like how like, like you know people are getting offended and stuff and comedy's kind of coming under attack he said what it is he goes I'm up there I give I'm giving you a kilo of me and then you're cutting it up with your life experience that's why some people have negative reactions like the joke's they only get offended at the jokes that are about them. But when, like, it's to do with something else, they don't, it's weird. And uh, he was talking about, like, like, you leave a bit of yourself up on that stage. You know, when you come off, it's like, you, like, the crowd, like, you kind of take a moment with you. Like, I've said before how, like, that laugh is so addictive to get that, that laugh and that energy and, like, the validation. Some, I know, like, I've talked about that before. Like, not everyone's looking for that, but, like, I don't know, I definitely, I love it. For some reason, I love getting acceptance and love from strangers, like, and he was saying that, like, when you come back home, it's like you take, I was like I said, you take those people home with you. But then you also have to kind of, like, recharge to go for your next set, like, because a lot of people think, oh, because you're a comedian, they associating you as everything that is comedy and funny and they expect whenever they bump into you, because you're a comedian, you're going to be funny and this fun guy and all these different things. Now, I know there are guys that are like that, but the majority is not that way. Like, you know, it's just, it's like you're normal, really. You are. We're all normal even though we're fucked up and crazy, but, like, in day-to-day, like, yeah, we're making jokes and stuff, but, like, you know, it's kind of saved for the stage in a way, you know? It's a, it's a crazy fucking art form, comedy. And I know a lot of art forms are like that as well. Like, music, I know, is fucking insanity. You know, I thought that's what I was going to end up doing when I was younger, was be a musician and... I suppose like I just I just love music and like the lifestyle and stuff, but somewhere along the lines it just it, it just changes. You know, you're in different situations in life, and your dreams just change sometimes. And uh, I'm glad I landed uh, where I did because I know when I was young I definitely could have went went so many different ways. You know, I was a fuck up, pretty much from the ages I'd say from 12 years old all the way up until still this to this day like I'm still constantly making mistakes and stuff but 
you know, you got to, because otherwise, how the fuck are you going to learn? Um, went a bit of a rant there. Um, I've got a Budweiser, the king of beers today. I got the big ass um, 660ml bottle. It's so fucking good. It's cold as well. I gotta get a drink sponsorship soon. I've been, I think I've shouted out a sort of drink every episode I've done now. So uh, I don't know. If anyone's got a drink coming out there, holler at your boy. Um, uh, what's, what's been happening? Oh, fucking last week. Was it last weekend? Yeah, I think it was last weekend. The uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder rematch. And uh, gee, that what a, I mean, Tyson Fury looked incredible. I think his game plan going into it was perfect. I know him and his dad was talking about how Deontay uh, isn't really being forced to fight backwards. Like he's usually pushing forward and knocking guys out that way. And Tyson learned that from the first fight. He was saying, he was like, if I put pressure on him and get him to move backwards, for some reason he just doesn't fight as well. And uh, I mean, Tyson Fury just put on uh, just a masterclass of boxing. Looked incredible. Like, no, I don't think anyone really expected for him to get those knockdowns and look how he did. Because Deontay, even though he's lost this fight, trust me, he's still in the top three heavyweights. In my opinion, it goes Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, then Anthony Joshua. But I know, I know he's getting a lot of shit and. I like I gotta be honest. The excuses that I'm hearing that he's made of why he's lost, is I'm not liking how it sounds. He was saying about the forty-five pound like suit that he wore on his walk out to the ring fucked him up. But the thing is, with that, you're a professional athlete. You wear suits like that every single fight. And he even spoke about on the Joe Rogan experience that he trains with a 45-pound vest on. So, I don't know. Maybe that's just how they're going about trying to get the trilogy fight. Because I know he had, like, a clause in the contract. But I know, like, Eddie Hearn and stuff is trying to get him to buy... Just buy it out, give him money for it. Because they wanted Tyson Fury to fight AJ. But I don't I think they should do that. It's a, like boxing is, is shit when it comes to matchups. They they just they got these mandatories and all this bollocks. Fuck that. Let's just give us the fights we want to see. We let's do Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua maybe in the summer, a fucking Wembley Stadium or even the Principality Stadium here in Cardiff. That'd be incredible. And then let's do Deontay Wilder against Dylan White. Why the fuck not? Let's just get it going, like, as you know. Two British heavyweights like Tyson Fury and Josh would all just sell out. So it'd be a fucking historical event. Deontay and Dylan, let's just get on it. Like, because, like, Deontay's still championship level, I believe. Like, you know, he was knocking everyone out, and then all of a sudden he loses, and it's like, oh, you're shit, this, this, and this. But it's like, well, no, hold on. Don't forget his body of work. But it's like I was saying that you're only as good as your last one. Like, but yeah, Box is looking, uh, Really exciting! It's uh, I'm a pure MMA fan. I am like I like boxing too, but MMA is my shit. But boxing is getting exciting. I'm starting to get into it a bit more. But um, in terms of UFC, there's not that much going on. Like there's what's going on? 
Oh, we got Israel Adesanya, Starbender against Joao Romero coming up soon for the middleweight championship. I'm actually really excited about that fight. Got uh, Joanna Janjacek is uh, fighting for the belt against the new uh, Chinese uh, champion. I'm not really sure of her name. And there's a couple of good matchups coming up. People like Francis Ngannou against Rosenstrike. Uh, what else is coming up? I think there's a flyaway title coming up, but nothing that really blows your hair back. Like I'd say, as far as like what's been announced, the one that's the most exciting is the Israel Adesanya and Yoel Romero fight, which uh, I'm really excited for. I think uh, Izzy is just, he's on a tear. I mean, how he's looked, that fight work against Calvin Gastelum, that fight with Robert Whittaker, we just completely outclassed Robert Whittaker. I don't think many people really saw that come in, how we did it by knocking him out, like. Uh, but yo, Romero, he's such a scary guy, like. You know, his wrestling pedigree is second to none. He's got those Cuban jeans. He's doing backflips and shit, but so it should be a fun matchup. But, you know, Izzy is on his rise, he's champion now. I think you're almost towards the end of his career, but. Anything can happen. That's what's great about the sport of mixed martial arts. Anything can happen. So, really looking forward to those fights. And I'll probably be talking about more UFC uh, fights uh, coming up uh, really soon. Um, there's a podcast I want to give a shout out to. Uh, this is becoming one of my new favorite podcasts. I spoke about it once before on here. It's called uh, Brothers in Cursive. It's by uh, David Lucas and William Montgomery who are standard comedians currently in LA. They're uh, regulars on Kill Tony and are just hilarious, hilarious guys. And we listen to the podcast. I've actually spoke to them a couple of times on Instagram. They're really cool guys. Told them they need to come out to Wales or to the UK, get some shows going, you know, because I think they've got a big fan base here already. And I know they would definitely translate well over here. So uh, yeah, go check out their podcast. They've had some really good guests on there. It's for some hilarious. I think they've done maybe 20 episodes now. But yeah, go check them out on Kill Tony. It's uh, David Lucas and William Montgomery. Check out their sets on there. And uh, check out their podcast, Brothers in Cursive. And I hope you enjoy it. Uh, for episode 10, I thought, let's play a game of Would You Rather. Now, I uh, randomly picked... Some would you rather questions that I'm gonna go through. I got five of them, so I'm excited to get into that. I'm gonna have, have to have a swig of this fucking Budweiser before I get going. Right. Would you rather? Where is it? Right. Question one Would you rather. Fart every time you laugh or burp every time you cry. Shit. I'd probably say burp every time you cry. Just because burping's, I mean, crying's awkward as it is, so you probably need to lighten it up with a fucking burp. Farting every time you laugh, that's just fucked up because you know people are going to start trying to make you laugh. Just, oh, I don't know, that's fucked up. Who even comes, comes up with this shit? Um, yeah, I think burp every time you cry. Um, let's move on to the second one. Would you rather be just friends with someone you love or marry someone you hate? I'll take marry someone you hate for 5,000. 
you know, I personally think love is boring. Like the great Patrice O'Neill once said, it's better to like someone than to love them. Because you know, it's when you start loving them, it's when the fun stops. So yeah, marry someone you hate. You know it's going to be exciting as fuck. There's going to be a lot of good sex. There's going to be crazy arguments. Um, Yeah, it just seems more exciting, like... And then just be friends with someone you love. Like, fuck that, because you've got to be just friends and you love them. So what's the point? Driver, just marry someone that I hate. Um, yeah, that's a weird one. Uh, question number three. Would you rather wake up hungover and find out you texted your ex or find out you spent your entire paycheck at the bar? Well, what's crazy about that is I've done both of them. So I'm going to talk from experience here. It's definitely easier to get over that you texted your ex than to find out you just spend all your wages on a fucking night out. Trust, because, yeah, texting your ex is whatever. I feel like that's just something that's just, that's part of the gig. Like, when you have an ex, it's like, you might get a text every now and then from either side, like, and it's just, I don't know, you could block him and stuff, and he don't have to reply back. He'll get a bit of anxiety for the bit, but he'll get over it. But yeah, spending all your fucking money at the bar, that's, that's a tough one. You'll have anxiety for the next fucking, well, whatever, till you get paid next. <laughs> Right, question number four. Would you rather be a vampire or a wizard? I'll take vampire all day. You know, fuck wizards. You know, wizards don't get no pussy. And even like, wizards are like, what? Like, they're basically like magicians, aren't they, wizards? Am I right about that? Someone look that up, if a wizard and a magician are the same thing, because... That'd be funny. When was the last time you met a magician? You know, unless you're David Blaine, I don't want to fucking know. You know, I've seen some magicians like open mics and stuff, and it's like, bro, it's just, they're fucking, they're weird as well. They always got some like weird tricks to like pick up women and stuff. I don't know. I don't trust those motherfuckers personally. But vampires, like, they're cool as shit. Um, they got cool hair, they wear cool clothes. Um,. Chicks dig vampires. Like, you, you'll never see a chick with a wizard, I promise you. Like, what's the female version of a wizard? There we go. Oh, it was like a sorceress or something like that, actually. Yeah, true. But still, like, yeah, fuck that. Vampire all day. But I don't know, maybe you feel different. Um, let's go for the last one here. Question number five. Would you rather be trapped in a small room with 10,000 tarantulas for 10 minutes, or eat 10 tarantulas in 10 minutes. Fuck. That gives me anxiety just thinking about that shit. Would you rather be trapped in a small room with 10,000 tarantulas for 10 minutes, or eat 10 tarantulas in 10 minutes? Oh, fuck. Well, if you're trapped in a small room with 10,000 of them, well, how much, like, how much wiggle room have you got? Can you move about? Could you fight them for 10 minutes? Now, if, yeah, I think, or oh, eat 10 tarantulas in 10 minutes. You know what? I'll, I'll take the bee trapped in a small room with 10,000 tarantulas. I'll just hold my breath and fucking sit down on my punches and just fight them for 10 minutes. 
because there's no fucking way would I ever eat a tarantula. And I know in some countries that's considered a delicacy, delicacy, but fucking not up in here. Not in this house, it ain't. So I would take, yeah, I'll fist fight uh, 10,000 tarantulas before I ever eat a spider. So, uh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, I quite like these uh, would-you-rather questions. They're all random, too. But, yeah, let me know what you uh, think about having this uh, would-you-rather game on this podcast. Because I might start incorporating some, almost as, like, a segment of the show. I can maybe do, like, three or, like, five every episode. And I'm thinking about doing some ones, like, random fun facts as well, just, like, one each episode. Just to mix it up, you know, and that's mixed in with like all different topics and like current events and personal stuff that I'll be talking about on this podcast as well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward uh, for the future of this podcast. It's episode 10. Uh, I hope everyone's going to have a good weekend and you're staying away from the fucking coronavirus because I heard that shit is in Wales now. But apparently more people die from the fucking flu than this coronavirus. So I don't know why. What's the big fucking deal then? If it's not that dangerous. But yeah, wear like... I don't know, wear like a mask or like a hat or something. Not a hat. What's it called when you put... A, it's like cloth. It's um like a, like a balaclava or something. I don't know. Just like cover yourself. Uh, uh, wrap yourself in a giant condom if you've got to. Um... Just, um, yeah, what was we talking about? <laughs> oh, this bud's kicking my ass. I might have to stop drinking alcohol on these podcasts, but I don't know. Let me know if you think I should continue uh, drinking coffee on this podcast or alcohol. Just let me know. Because <laughs> I feel like it's a, I get different energies with each one that I do. So, uh, yeah, I hope uh, everyone enjoys this episode. And uh, thanks again, everyone, for the support. Uh, Take it easy. Enjoy your weekends. Have fun. Write your goals. Move towards shit. Put the pieces together. And I'll be back soon for another episode. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. This is the Going to Hell Show. I'm your host, Luke Oatman. And I am dragging out this outro, but I don't really know what else to say. But I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, everyone.